Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hey guys, this is your host, Seth Ghosting, with another Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. Yours truly and Jim Francis bring you each and every week a couple of wonderful episodes. Today's guest is no less. A wonderful person with a sensational story of a person that lives out on the road and get this lives in a tent at times or has in the, in the past, um, you know, and has to Uber and, and lift and just to scrape by. He's lived at the bottom of, uh, you know, uh, you could say almost the bottom feeder and rose to the top to high ranks. This guy is a wonderful and I'm very, very happy. Couldn't be happier to have him on our show today give it up for the poker gypsy all right how's it going buddy how are you hey it's going doing pretty good man you've uh you've done quite a bit of stuff i mean you have um pretty much uh you know known what it's like to come from humble beginnings and explain to me uh what is what is it like to to be you know dirt poor I mean, because I know I can relate to that and resonates with me, um, you know, living in the barrios in Los Angeles. But uh, where did you grow up? Let's start with that. Why don't we do that instead? I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, man, originally. Um, and to be honest, being poor sucks, bro. Like I've been poor and then like now I make six figures a year, bro. I much prefer making six right. figures a year. People will tell you all day long that money doesn't buy happiness. But you know what? I... Um, I cry in a lot better places <laughs> when I have more money, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> that's great. The, the down, the um, down swings will always be there no matter what aspect of life you go through, you know, but it, it's better to have, you know, some security in the bank <laughs> put it that way. It sure is. It sure is, man. And, uh, so tell us you're, uh, you're a, a, a trucker that lives out on the road. Yes. And yes, sir. as you do that, not as a means to like make, you know, monetary means, but more like in order to to place you in different places to to play poker. Isn't that a fact? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean I, I um I travel and play poker. Um, I was a pro in Vegas for a few months. Um, didn't like it too much. It kind of sucked. But I still love the game. So I've had to figure out how do I travel and play? How do I get paid to travel and play? And then I seen an advertising for trucking, man. And then I got into trucking and then I learned the business part of the game. 
So okay. it, it just it kind of went from there. That's amazing. Um, you know, that is I, I tip my head off to you first off because you've um, you know, there's uh, I know very few people that are willing to jump on a truck on a semi and cruise through. Is it just uh, one state or is different states or it just depends where they send you? Oh, no, I do the whole country, man. I, I try to avoid New York if I can. But other than that, the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there a specific reason why you avoid New York? Man, uh, the traffic sucks. Like, y'all think y'all got traffic in L.A.? It's pretty yeah. much the same traffic in New York, but tighter. And tolls are much higher. Like, for me to go across the George Washington Bridge from Jersey into oh. New York, it's like almost 150 bucks in the semi-truck. It's, it's, it's ridiculous over there. It's uh, too many people in one place, put it that way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I imagine. And what's it like? You were living in a tent. Explain to us why it was that you were living in a tent once upon a time. So I just got You're frustrated with the industry. Uh, before I was living in a tent, I was actually still driving semis. Like I've been driving semi trucks for five years now. But after I want to say my second, second and a half year, I really just got fed up with the industry. And I was like, you know what? I'm not happy no more. I don't want to do it. So I went travel and play in the woods. I went and did Lyft and did Uber. And then I would just stay at campgrounds and I would just pitch a tent. And then there's just me and the dog out there camping out. I would make like 1200 bucks a week. And then my rent was literally like nine bucks a day. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it, it, it was feasible, man. It, it was just a good life. Um, you know, I'd be camping by the beach or in the middle of the woods and just enjoying nature, man, and really figuring out what direction I want to go in life. And that really helped me. Right. And and so so you're OK. So I see what you're you're, you're saying. It's not really homeless. Um, you're homeless by choice, really. Um, and, and you were not you. You know, you could have if you if you had to, you could have had a place to stay. But you purposely did that to be one with nature and to be able to travel um, and, and stay in these places and, and take in nature and, and um, experiences, I'm sure, that, that only you know of and God. Oh, um, yeah. Have you ever been assaulted out there? What's that like? No, man, believe it or not, it's not that dangerous because when you shut down in a semi-truck, what you try to do is you try to shut down in places where it's a common parking area. So you have security and numbers with other truck drivers. Um, but honestly, man, like I've slept everywhere across the country, like on side of roads, you name it, I've slept there. And it really doesn't happen as often as people think. Like, yes, yeah, sometimes truck drivers may get robbed or held at gunpoint and stuff like that. But if you compare it to how many times it happens to the amount of trucks on the road, it's really not that big of a number anymore, you know. And then I'm a gun owner anyway, and then I travel with a dog. So it really <laughs> – I'm, <Right>. I'm honestly <laughs> – I'm more worried about getting robbed as a poker player than a truck driver, you know, because they that, know we have money on us, and we got to go from the ATM to the casino and <laughs> – it's that's more scary right. as a truck driver and growing up poor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly the truth. Um, now, you, uh, when you play, what's that like? You you who turned you on to poker anyway? So I was originally counting cards in blackjack, and I got caught by a pit boss. And what happens is once you get banned from one casino, you get banned from every casino that casino is associated with. So I was like, no. That that's really not good for me, especially because I want to be a professional gambler. It limits the places I can work. 
So that's really why I switched to poker. So most of my poker game is self-taught. Like there's some people who I look up to in the industry and study from and stuff like that. But other than that, man, my uh, skills is basically from years of failure. <laughs> that's great. They've all been lessons. They say that failure is not failure. It's a lesson. Um, and, and really, you know, you're, you're able to turn that around, which is what you've done. And now you're, you're super blessed, you know, pinnacle of success. You're making oh, yeah. a, a good amount of money. And so tell me, you, when you say you've made good money now, this is all based on your playing in the game room? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was a losing player for probably my first eight years, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I've probably been playing for 13, almost 14 years now, and I've recouped those losses. And I don't know. I don't get to play as much as I used to because I'm 70 hours a day on the truck. I mean, a week on the truck. I'm sorry. 70 hours a week is just on the semi truck. So I'll probably pull an extra 20 to 30 grand a year just from poker, which still isn't bad. I mean, some people could, I could definitely make a living off of that living in a tent. So I, <laughs> I know it's not all bad, but, <laughs> but yeah. What's the camaraderie? What's the camaraderie and the dynamic in the game room? Like, I mean, in the game room, you're on your own, but outside of the game room, do you guys befriend each other? Or um, is it pretty, you know, um, what's that ambience like? Sometimes it's kind of, cause you know, we deal with money. So it's kind of hard to make friends. And there's no poker player I know that hasn't gone broke at least once. And every time somebody goes broke, instead of going to get a job, they always want money. So if you got a steady income stream, you know, sometimes your friends, if they're losers, they can bring you down. So it's kind of hard. Um, but you honestly, you just have to learn to say no. And I find that in business, period. If you don't know how to say no, whether it's trucking or poker, you're going to get ran over, period. So you just have to learn how to tell people no. Yeah, it's very important. That's that's a good, it's really a good quality to have to be able to say no in some instances. And, and, and yes, because the fact of the matter is you have to know what you're getting yourself into. Well, you're like a rabbit that knows, uh, you know, its own burrow. I mean, with this whole driving situation, you know, I was a limo driver and you just took it to a whole new level with the semi driving. <laughs> <laughs> How do you oh, stay yeah. awake? By the way, I used to do like gum and chew gum and to not drink Red Bulls or, or monsters for that matter. But how did you stay up or what's the trick? Honestly, it's something to get used to, because when I first got into like when I was doing training, man, I would I, I couldn't make it. I'd probably drive four hours and have to stop and take a break. Um, and, you know, these trucking companies keep you on tight schedules, tight, tight schedules right. sometimes. Because it's, uh, basically you're a slave, bro, and they want you to uh, maximize profits. So right. <laughs> it, it it was real hard. It's something you have to condition yourself to. Uh, uh, coffee and hot chocolate. Like if you stop and then you mix coffee and hot chocolate, uh, you'll be bouncing right. off your seat for a good three hours, man. But other than that, right. take naps, bro. <laughs> take naps. Because I see these guys, they like literally swish by, like they whiz by like like really fast. And I, I figure they they have to get their cargo to and from, you know, the places. And so, which is probably the reason, their only motive of as to why they're they're speeding, you know, at high speeds. Um, and I was going to ask you, you ever been, speaking of which, have you ever been in an accident or have you seen like a real ugly accident with another partner of yours maybe on the road or another truck? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I've seen so many trucks burnt down over the years. That's why I don't haul hazmat. Um, I've, right. I've 
turned a semi truck over. I've slid down the mountain backwards in a semi truck. Like <laughs> you name it, I've I've pretty much done it and hit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, what's the 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 culture of uh, the truckers? I know you guys spend a lot of time alone, but then when you get to truck stops. Do you guys sort of know each other, like much like the limo drivers? You know, when we go to, let's say, for example, in the olden days, you know, I would do the American Music Awards. And then uh, we were out in the back of the lot waiting, waiting for the show to be over to pick up our clients. And a lot of times it was there was that that sort of exchange between, you know, amicable exchange and uh, uh, courtesy with other other drivers. Do you guys sort of maintain that kind of fellowship amongst your, you know, kind of work? There's a fellowship, but it's more on the road, especially um, with like long haul drivers, because like when I did Uber and Lyft, the airports were my biggest pickups and I would spend a lot of time at the airport parking lots. And then we would get I would get to know, you know, the other local drivers. So if you're driving a semi truck locally, then you get to know everybody. But long distance, man, you, you see so many faces and it's like, you know. I try to get out and talk to people sometimes. You know, people always ask me that. How do you stay on the road for months and months at a time? I'm like, look, I get off the semi truck. I talk to people. After about 15 minutes of talking to people, I'm like, screw this. I want to get back on the truck. Like, it's, it's, it's especially in the trucking world. Like, truckers aren't the smartest people in the world, you know? So it's like, if I get off the truck and have a conversation with one of them, it's more of wasting my time opposed to what can you do for me? How can you help me? You know what I'm saying? So it, sure. it's kind of like that that dynamic. And when you're alone, like, do you feel lonely? Do you ever get like really lonely or what kind of coping mechanisms do you use or you like yoga or deep breathing, praying to God or what? No, not, not, not really, man. I mean, I travel um, with a dog and occasionally watch porn, and that that pretty much <laughs> pretty much does it for me, bro. Um, I've you been, don't have a, you know, girlfriend right right now. I mean, you have these long distance relationships; they tend to not work, right? Yeah, I mean, even none of my relationships have actually worked. I'm probably not a good person to be in a relationship with, man. Like I. Honest to be 100% honest with you, like I use women like shirts. Like, which one do I want to wear today? A black one, a white one, a yellow one? You know, like I'm I'm all over the place when it comes to women. I don't really discriminate. Um, so I do have a kid in Atlanta, but I don't get okay. to see him because me and his mother don't get along. And I, I like I said, I can't really contribute that 100% to her. It is also some of me. Um. But I mean, on the truck, man, look, you can line girls up in every state if you want to. You just, <laughs> it's yeah. not like they're ever going to yeah. see each other, you know, and you're everywhere. So, like a, nah. it's a short, short uh, term situation. Now, um, you know, like when it comes to, to games, like when you're back, take me back through a game room. Um, you know, are there, are there those, those folks who, um, you know, cause I, I'm very, by the way, I mean, I've never played poker. I'm not a card guy at all. So to me, this is this is a novelty. It's new for me. I, I've seen places where people play. It's never interests me. Um, always thought about, like, there are people after a while, they know the tricks to the game. Is there a particular shortcut to making uh, money, you know, uh, on at the table, you know, obviously in an illicit way, you know, like kind of, I mean, you're not supposed to, but you do it anyway type thing. I mean, is there like shortcuts to it? 
No, not really, man. Not in poker. There's really no short-term uh, way to win money. Uh, there's an old saying that says we don't really get smarter as we get older. We just run out of dumb things to do. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of find that some to have some truth, man. You just got to get out there and you got to mess up and then you got to study. And like I said, man, I was a losing player for my first eight years, a good eight years. I was a loser. So just wow. got to get out there and learn, yeah. man. Bump your head up against the table. <laughs> what other ways can you make money, Um, you know, uh, with poker? I mean, are you some kind of like instructor or are you an online you know, instructor, teach people how to play cards? Or, I mean, is that a possibility? It is definitely a possibility. You could always coach. You could always do uh, hand reviews online. Like I do uh, poker vlogs. Like I travel all across the country and play poker, and I do vlogs on different locations. So if you wanted to go play poker there or if you wanted to go gamble or you just wanted to go travel to that location, you could look it up, and it shows you pictures of the city and pictures of the casinos and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of ways to make money, and there's always side bets going on, man. You know, people will sit at the table and bet on anything – Who's going to win the hand uh, if the card's going to be predominantly red or predominantly black on the next hand? It's it's just degenerate gambler stuff. <laughs> and then there's right. the business side. So <laughs> so there is a disingenuous uh, thing going on, right? Something happening that's not legal. I mean, always, but that, that that's any industry you get into. I mean, I see right, illegal right. crap go on in trucking all the time. <laughs> in business, it, it's only illegal. It's only illegal <laughs> until you get caught, and then it's not a crime. You know, you like. <laughs> um, are you? Have you ever like? Is, let's let's talk about the cargo. So, what kind mm -hmm. of precious cargo do you have? Like, do you ever have? Is or do you know of? I mean, is there ever a case where you obviously are probably the last one to know? But do you think that? I mean, it's conceivable to think that maybe one of these days you you know hauled drugs across America without you knowing. Like unbeknownst to you, there was drugs in the truck. I mean, it's possible, but most of the time, our trailers are sealed and preloaded before we get it anyway. At least now, anyway. But we also get a bill of lading, um, which tells us everything on the list. Um, and I mean, I pretty okay. much haul whatever they put in back the truck. Um, like right now, it's a lot of Amazon products being hauled across the country. So it's yeah. just as long as it's not hazmat, I'm running it. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Amazon is 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 just um, everything, man. And and I think uh, at one point it'll be the the only store to go to. I mean, especially I believe that during this COVID period, it's what was predominantly the the monopoly out there, if you wish, uh, to um, for people to get their goods and stuff or commodities. So speaking of COVID, during the pandemic, what did you do, Tommy? What was life like uh, for the for the poker gypsy? Um, out on the road or wherever it was. I mean, because COVID was happened and for a whole year. We're just coming out of the woods now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of coming out the woods, man, uh, that's actually what made me get back out of the woods and into a semi-truck. Um, because, I mean, and there was a big panic for COVID when it first came out. Like, it, you know, we blew it up more than it really was, even though people died. Like, I'm not saying that it's not a real disease, but it was kind of blown up past proportions uh when it first came out so i didn't know it was going to happen and i didn't want to continue doing uber and lyft i'm like man i'm not dying to transport these rude people <laughs> so <laughs> so i stopped doing uber and lyft and then they started shutting the campgrounds down also so i'm like man how am i supposed to isolate myself and still make money because it, right. also right. at the same time i've never collected unemployment i've never got any government assistance nothing like that and and it's not um 
throwing shade on people who do, but my way to isolate myself and make money and still be able to travel and play was to hop in, hop back in a semi truck, you know, because look, there's I mean, there's I'm, a still, thrill. I'm still homeless now, but if there's they shut down the, you know, the parks, I mean, then I really don't have nowhere to go. So, right. So there's a, of the game of the chase, right? When you're chasing after that dollar, so to speak, there's a thrill behind it. Um, when you're outside your comfort zone, you know what that thrill is like. But when you're in your comfort zone most of the time and you're not really hustling or anything, then you're just kind of stagnant. You know, you're just there. Um, and so I think that also what drives people um what what kind of drives do you have and aspirations what do you plan on doing uh with yourself um the next five years what do you what do you where do you see yourself i mean i'd like to get on top of the poker industry the reason why i vlog now is to um i guess make it more known because see what i view poker the state it's in right now is um what do you call it? prohibition right so it's okay. kind of like in the same boat as weed because poker is not acceptable everywhere. Like poker is still illegal in Utah. Like um, Texas didn't even get or Dallas, Texas didn't even get its first poker room until 2019. So certain states across the country, it's still illegal, but they play everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go, whatever country, whatever city, everybody plays poker. So that's what I want to do with my vlogs, man, is bring it to everybody's attention and hopefully get poker past that prohibition stage where it's legal. Like weed is, you know, going to be legal in all 50 states pretty soon, hopefully. So, I mean, right. I just attack it like that, man. So hopefully I'll be on top of the uh, the poker world pretty soon, man. That's that's really my uh, driving ambition. Uh, teach people how to handle money, where to invest their money on and off the felt. So. That's fantastic. Do you, so is that something you you're planning on doing also like just you know sort of being a coach and and that that type of thing i mean where can people find you let's let's talk about your social media handles um and and your youtube video vlog uh, i'm very interested in subscribing to that by the way um so we can sort of live vicariously through the through the poker gypsy's eyes or the gypsy oh, poker's yeah. eyes mm -hmm. You got it, man. So Facebook is uh, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dot Marvin, M-A-R-V as in Victor, I-N. Instagram is The Poker Gypsy. But if you look it up, just go to the one without uh, the cities next to it, if that makes sense. Because if you look me up on Instagram, I've got like six, seven profiles. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm trying to switch to YouTube right now. I'm working on um, monetization with like affiliate links and stuff like that. Sure. So I can basically just make money from anywhere across the world. I have the poker page. I've got a food channel network where because, you know, I travel the country and then I get to eat everything across the nation. Some things aren't available in other states. So I've got that one. And then I also have uh, the gaming channel where I get paid to play video games, basically. And then I got to start a trucking channel and then I want to do a podcast channel. So I'm fixing yeah. to be everywhere. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, as, you're, you're not. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, as far as the poker channel, just look up USA Poker Las Vegas, or you could also look up USA Poker Biloxi, Mississippi, and then that'll bring you directly to my page. Um, for the gaming channel, you can look up Poker World App Review, and I think that one's up to like 84,000 views or something like that. Holy um, cow. Not and too then shabby, Matthew, huh? 
No, yeah, I've I got a background in marketing, man. That's a long story about that one, too. <laughs> okay. So so tell me how to let's just talk about marketing for a little bit. Um, you went to school for this. Anything else you've experienced it and somehow, some way or explain to us, you know, can you expand no, on that? Just just learn by failing, man. Um, I used to model back in my 20s when I was way sexier than what I am now. Um, and then <laughs> somebody caught me promoting online and it was like, by the way, any any takers, uh, he's accepting application, <laughs> but it's a long, it's a short term situation. Uh, be be aware of that. Y'all, y'all not ready no, for me yet. So I, I turn, I turn toes in the knuckles. Y'all not ready for me. But listen, <laughs> so so I was promoting myself as a model, and then somebody caught me. Um, and they was like, look, I see you doing it this way, but there's an easier, faster way to do it. They was like, if you work on me on this project for this amount of time, I'll teach you everything. So I kind of became a apprentice and I start off in the music industry, believe it or not. So I got to rub shoulders with a lot of music artists. Uh, but that job sucks, you man. that to me, man. Well, why does it, it suck? Tell me. If, if you want a crappy job, go work for a music artist. They want to ride and back the limo. They want to be first on the stage to perform. They don't want to stay and watch the other artists perform. And they haven't even sold, like, one track on Apple Music. Like, they, <laughs> they want all the perks, like, right out the door, bro. And it's like, oh. Yeah, and then everybody wants you to work for free. Oh, man, if you do this for me, I'll get you tickets to the show. Like, man, that's not going right. to pay my light bill. I don't want that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone it's thinks rough. it's glamorous until you fucking begin working for one of these folks. And then, yeah, not everyone to, to say, I mean, he, you're pretty generalizing. It is across the board. Mostly there are a few good apples out there, man, but you pretty much you're dead on with that, man. Yeah. Hey, I'll hook you up with tickets for the show. That's happening. If you do this or if you do that right. and, 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 you know, yeah, folks want to look like, feel like rock stars without their, Money in the in the bank, you know, the bank doesn't reflect what what they look like on Instagram or a lot of the other right. stuff. Yeah, that's funny, man. That is funny that you threw that out. You mentioned it. Um, so so then you were an apprentice and you learned um how to do things differently, right? And then what was that yep. like? I mean, it was it was nice, man. I learned basically how to hack things and then how to do things the right way. And I learned if you combine both of those methods, you get a lot more um, output. You know what I'm saying? You get a lot more results. So, I mean, it's good to know how to hack stuff, but it's also you have to know how to promote yourself regularly as well. Um, but, like, if you look in my vlogs, man, I have a lot of underground artists. Like, I don't even mess with underground artists that are signed. Like, if you're even – if a record label is even looking at you, I won't promote you because I don't really feel that you need it. You have all the industry contacts you need. So um, right. in my blogs, man, I put music artists in there that nobody's really ever heard of. So that's my second step is to get them noticed as well. Oh, that's so cool. So you're, you're, you're working and your inner workings are like all over the place. You're just doing it, man, from every angle. You're not wasting time. I'm really happy, dude, to have you on board. Um, uh, it's a great story. And then the fact that you're helping the underdog get noticed is is fantastic it'll pay dividends down the road for you no doubt um so i you know we didn't really touch on on like your childhood really were did you have strict parents or what are your parents like or what's the deal are they away or what's your relationship with your folks or if you don't want to discuss it that's okay also oh man believe it or not um my mom had me when she was 16 man so she got pregnant with me at 15 
she had me at 16. So, of course, when a kid gets pregnant that young, uh, you know, the parents, which are my grandparents, really vote for abortion. You know, it's kind of like the best thing at that moment. But luckily, man, my mom uh, chose not to have an abortion, man. And I wouldn't be uh, sitting here talking to you and be able to live life at all if she didn't uh, make that decision. So shout out to mom. Um, yeah, but as, as you as you can imagine, man, um, growing up with a 16 year old with a child, because you got to think, man, by the time she was 21, I was five and my mind was a sponge. I was learning every damn thing, even even the stuff I wasn't supposed to learn. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's not really a stable life, man. So that's really um, I've really had a gypsy lifestyle uh, ever since I was born, man. The uh, only place I've ever lived the longest was Atlanta, Georgia, and that was for five years. And other than that, man, that's the longest place I've ever stayed in one spot for my entire life. So, Wow. That so you've been on the road for adult. many, many years? When were you out of the house? At what at what point did you decide, all right, it's a pivotal moment, I'm leaving, I'm I'm out on my own, and you've been out on your own since. What, what age would that say? Like, would you say 16, 17? No, well, 18, man, 18, me and my friends went and got an apartment because my mom was like, okay, you're 18. And now, mind you, I've been working since 16. So I've always had a job. So 18, she was like, okay, you're 18. You got to pay bills. I'm like, well, screw that. I'm not paying your bills. I'll go pay my own bills. So I was like, you know, I went split, uh, split rent with a friend and I've been out ever since, man. Wow. And, and so you've, you obviously, you know, you were, you were, um, yeah, hit hard times, uh, what was it like being down on your luck? Like where you had to eat like maybe canned food every day or, or, you know, um, noodles, like cup of noodles or ramen soup, um, every day or what, what, what did you do to survive? And why don't we talk about that a little bit? Oh man, they say, you're not a hustler. If you can't lose it all today and get it back tomorrow. Uh, I'm definitely a hustler. I can't tell you how many times I've had to start off from zero, like playing poker or not playing poker. It really doesn't matter. So that's kind of where I get used to that lifestyle. But man, look, I'll um I know how to cook those powdered mashed potatoes really well. Let's put it that way. Like, <laughs> you, I know how to light candles. I know how to live in the woods, bro. I can do, I can do all that stuff. <laughs> Is some of that stuff on your blog also? Like, do you vlog about how to survive in in, in out in the woods and all that kind of? Because I think that's neat. I find when people blog and, and 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 teach others like such as ourselves you know uh suburban folks how to live out in the in the woods um i think it's fantastic i think it, it teaches you how to go out and camp because the only camping i've ever done realistically is in the backyard of a house um you know or or somewhere there's a cabin and you you know it's there's water and and, and potable water and stuff that you can you can get to resources it's not like you're with an outback or or a you know a bucket for a toilet Oh, yeah, so, man. I, def yeah. I definitely got those videos on the way. And some of that stuff also transitions in the trucking. So <laughs> I've got, man, if, if I start, if I stop working right now and I just did nothing, man, I've got like three years of material I'm backed up on. My problem is I keep going and I keep creating new material while I'm backed up. That's my problem right now. But yeah, I got all that on the way, man. <laughs> That's good. It's good, man. Be that that you know that you're just constantly on the go on your toes and in life and experimenting life and you know i'm trying to i'm hearing you out and just in in sucking all this in and taking it all in it's it's just like i'm, I'm trying to get a, a what what life is like for you and um and it's amazing and i'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to trip out on this and wonder 
holy cow, maybe that's something I ought to do at some point, you know, lose, lose grip a little bit of, of what's stable and try to go out there and just experience it. It's, it's gotta be something else really. Um, Definitely, man. Um, um, They, they say you don't find growth in your comfort zone. I find that to be true. And especially if you ever want to be an entrepreneur, you have to learn to make that jump. Like, uh, basically, I think the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and builds an airplane on the way down, man. It's just, it, it is what it is. You got to get off that comfort zone, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I love that analogy. It's great. I'm going to have to steal it from you and write it down. You got it. Um, and, and it's like Elon Musk of sorts. You know, Elon Musk has created shit that you know you and i would never have imagined that could be humanly possible i mean um his own rockets and stuff and and the way he has a, a vision for this world it's outside really the realm of possibility for us for the standard human being so i think when you when you said that it really sums up like you have to take that leap of faith and 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 hope to god that you know you're gonna land on your feet you know what i mean or at least like you said build some uh, wings while you're at it <laughs> on your way down oh yeah and and don't don't forget to take don't forget to take breaks man like don't don't work yourself to death man um you know that time i spent in the woods helped me a lot man because it's like okay you know i could stay in the woods and i could survive comfortably but that really doesn't do anything for me it doesn't project me further sorry that's the dog it doesn't project no, me further <laughs> it doesn't hey, project up, me dog? further <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's doing his job now he's guarding the truck but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. like you could stay in the woods, man, and just do nothing and be a nobody if you wanted to and survive. But I, I think the goal is to thrive, not survive. Yeah, and yeah. just doing nothing just doesn't project you to where you really want to go. And also, yeah. man, like I've got a kid, you know, as a single person, they tell you life's not really all about you. But you don't really understand that until you have a kid, you know. That's so right. when I was single, it's like life was 100 percent about me. But now that I got a kid, like life is like 20% about me and 80% about him. So if I just yeah, stay in the wood to survive, it doesn't teach him nothing. If I go out there and I achieve a, great yeah. things, it projects it, it 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 unlimits his mind, put it that way. That's right. And you leave a legacy behind and you're helping out your the next generation, your son. And and yeah, and it's not about us anymore. So we leave our little side and 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 leave everything aside for our children. And then life is more beautiful when you have another soul to look after. It's, there's more, it's more rewarding, you know. And and you so don't get lost in the woods, uh, my man. Okay. Oh Poker yeah. <laughs> we want to get you back here for another podcast. I think it's fair to say you've given so, and and you know you wowed us. I'm I'm just um, in awe of all the stuff that you've done, and you know keep moving forward. All the best of luck to you and. Keep us uh, posted. I know we're going to be following each other on Instagram and YouTube. So once again, drop your YouTube handles, your your Instagram handles, so that our listeners know where to find you and, and look you up. Okay. Facebook is Matthew Marvin. That's Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dot Marvin, M-A-R-V as in Victor, I-N. Instagram, The Poker Gypsy, all one word. Um, Just go to the one without the cities next to it. And YouTube, uh, look up USA Poker, Las Vegas, Nevada, or USA Poker, Biloxi, Mississippi. That'll get you started. That'll get you to the page. If you want to see my extra page, you can look up um, Poker World App Review on YouTube. And then you should see like a little flag insignia. So that's the logo. 
There you go. There you had it, guys. Another wonderful episode in the can. Sensational stories, buddy, that you have. Nothing but greatness. I, I, I ask, you know, honestly, that you come back. Pinky Swirly oh, yeah. will be back on our show. And, um, uh, you know, and uh, safe travels, my man. Thanks a lot. Once again, Poker Gypsy, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. Until next time.